How's it going, Ball Boy Blog Podcast? Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening today. Today, I want to talk about before we kick off this evening with the championship series. This is an MLB. I want to kind of talk about the preview, kind of what I see as strengths and weaknesses for both sides um, in the NL and in the AL. We're going to start in the AL. Uh, so let's jump in here. Um, so I, I'm didn't miss a lot of the season. I kind of joked about it on the on the blog post, but I didn't miss anything. I watched probably a lot more baseball than I, I probably should have um, throughout the season. I watched a lot of baseball, but thanks to me having T-Mobile, we get free MLB Network. So Sprint people, welcome. You guys get free MLB Network next year. It's the best perk. Um, at least that keeps me coming back. So now, as we look at it, we have Tampa Bay Devil, Tampa Bay Rays. Sorry, not Devil Rays. I'm no, I'm as Devil Rays still in my head, and the Houston Astros, who I, I'm not a big fan of because I'm a Mariners fan. So you know, it is what it is. So how how did we get here? How we got the Houston Astros and the Tampa Bay Rays in the ALCS? I. At the beginning of the season, I thought we would have the Yankees and the Athletics or the Yankees and the Angels or the Yankees and someone else. I I saw the Yankees here. I only saw the Yankees throughout the entire season, and they were my favorite to win, to get into the World Series, and play my NL favorite, the Dodgers, and that's not happening. So now we're looking at a matchup of a great offense versus a great pitching staff. And that pitching staff goes to Tampa, that hitting, and that offense goes to Houston. Much as I hate to say it, but, you know, it is what it is. So how did how did Tampa Bay get here? I I don't know. I Well, I know. They finished the season at 40 and 20, and they completely dominated their competition with their pitching. I mean, you win 40 out of 20 games in a tough Eastern division you know because we had the al and the nl east mix so those are some tough teams those are some really good pitching that they were up against and they ended up winning 40 games and had the second best record in all of baseball which was just in those games were fun to watch i i really enjoyed watching tampa bay baseball throughout the year and you would have told me five years ago that i would be saying i would enjoy watching tampa bay play baseball Oof, we were ooh, man Different times, different times. So they they pretty much annihilated their competition, just beat everybody and anybody whenever they wanted. Uh, I think those 20 games they probably lost just because they wanted to. They didn't have to lose them. I think they chose to, uh, if we're, we're being quite honest here. And, you know, that's that's okay. They, <laughs> they earned it. On the back of Blake Snell and Tyler Glass now, they, those two really love the charge. You got that one-two punch. You are gonna win more than likely win two out of two out of every five. I mean, those guys are good. Glass now. Oh, I bet Pittsburgh really, really, really misses them right now. Worst trade ever. I think that's one of the history of the worst trades. But regardless, and you know, we've seen Randy Arazarina um, just kind of take the postseason by storm and just own it. It's awesome. Uh, Tampa, they have a good roster, up and down, not many weaknesses, not much 
not really not it's hard to see any holes in this offense this offense defense this bullpen uh, and they're a lot more experienced in their competition when it comes to the bullpen they have a better rotation with more experience in the postseason they their offense maybe not as much postseason experience but they've owned it to this moment and different people have stepped up which is what you want to see overall this roster is really really solid um, the only thing I can see happening to edge them out from their pitching, just winning this alone, is just fatigue. It's it's seven days of baseball straight, starting tomorrow for them, or starting today, because I'm recording this day before. Um, I got to get used to that. But it's seven days of baseball. It's it's a sprint. If they can if they can win, which I I think they might. Spoiler alert for the end. But if they can avoid the fatigue and they can avoid any injuries. Glass now looked good on two days of rest. Hopefully they're able to stretch him out. Not have to do that again. But if they if they do have to do that with him and Snell, hopefully they will be okay. Um, these guys are tough. They're professional athletes. So, But pitching tough, especially when you throw as hard as Tyler Glass now. I mean, he throws like 100 miles an hour every pitch. So I, I wouldn't want that. All right, now let's jump over to the Houston side of everything and kind of see what we're looking at on this side of the ball. Or not ball, but on this side of the diamond over in their dugout. Where do we even start? Houston had one heck of an offseason, lost their management, got Dusty Baker. We all know Dusty Baker is one of the best to ever do it. And if anyone was the right person at the right time to come in and weather the storm, it was Dusty Baker. A lot of respect for Dusty Baker in this situation. And, you know, as much as I hate it, as much as I don't enjoy the situation of the Astros and their punishment and whatnot, they're a good baseball team. And I have to give them that. I have to give credit where credit is due. And, man, they're a good baseball team. Offensively, they're offensively probably the best team in baseball, right next to the Dodgers. Their weakness is, and why they finish at 29 to 31 on this season, because of their pitching. Their pitching is not good. Earlier in the season, I think it was about 20 games in, they had a night where their pitching, they had a week where their whole pitching staff had less than like 10 innings of MLB service combined. That's that's not a recipe for success in the playoffs. Their offensives carried them to this point. Against the A's, they put up 35 runs, but they allowed 24. The Tampa Bay offenses, in my opinion, I like them better than I like the A's offense, and I, I love the A's offense. But you mix them together where tread lightly this 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 matchup this isn't great there's no Justin Verlander there's no Zach Grinky because of lingering arm soreness so he's there but how how good is he gonna be he's he's up there in age I don't even know if he's gonna finish his contract but that's a different conversation for after the after the season's over for the for the Astros we'll get to that later on and this pitching staff just will not be able to 
if the Rays get locked in, this this pitching staff is just not. Man, this pitching staff isn't going to be able to hold the race. Let's let's just say that. It's going to be a fun matchup. We're going to see a lot of offense. We're going to see a lot of good pitching from the starters for the Astros, starters and the bullpen for the Rays. And I think that's where I have to give the Rays the advantage is the is the bullpen. The pitching, you got the best pitching in the American League versus the best offense in the American League. It's going to be a fun one, but my final prediction is Tampa and six. All right, it's time for us to jump over to the NLCS. This matchup has me excited. Let me tell you. I love both of these teams. I love this matchup. Man, am I excited for it. But <clears throat> let's see. Sorry about that. A little bit about how we got here. We got here because the Marlins overcame COVID, um, made it back to the NLDS, the Divisional Series, lost to the for the first time in franchise history in a playoff series to the Braves, which was... Very surprising for me that they finished above 500. Um, this week coming up, you'll see them talked about in one in a in a blog, and we'll more than likely get a little bit to them in in one of the pods as well. So Braves, yes, that was one of my early predictions that the Braves are going to be in the NLC. Yes, they were one of my favorites in the NL to get to this point. Just everything about the Braves, love it. And then we had a no. No shock, the Dodgers are here. We we expected that, but they swept the Padres in the divisional series. And all four divisional series matchups were all in our division, which was kind of crazy to see, but kind of cool with the expanded playoffs at the same time. It was a lot of fun. I, I did really enjoy it. I hated that the Padres lost, but again, we got we'll be talking about the Padres this week on the blog. A lot of great things coming from San Diego going forward. Love it. So now that we're official on the website, now we're working on audio. Bear with me as we continue to improve it. So let's, let's go to the NLDCS. Let's talk about the Braves. Let's go into that dugout a little bit. They start off the season rough. They got hit by the COVID bug. Things started out rough. Injury hit Acuna. The team had a lot to overcome, but they were deep. That was one of this team's biggest strengths going into the season and going into summer camp when they got hit with COVID was their depth, and their depth paid off for them at 35 and 25 to end the season. They had a great season from Marcelo Zuna, the one-year rental, completely rebuilt his value. Don't be shocked if he lands a massive contract somewhere or if the Braves cash out to sign him. I would hope they would because that bat was oof, amazing, especially with the D, the universal DH, which I, I really hope is around to stick around for the foreseeable future. And they got Freddie Freeman, who had a fantastic season, hitting a few grand slams, putting together an MVP season over the 60 games. He was a lot of fun to watch. And if you ever watch his tick, his clips on like ESPN or even TikTok of him like talking when he's mic'd up, <laughs> dude is hilarious. I love Freddie Freeman. One of my favorite players in the MLB. It's about time that he's finally here and getting this chance to make it to a World Series. I I love it. I love it so much. Um, the strength of this team 
really is in the offense. Great defense around around the diamond uh, with Dansby at Dansby at short, Albies, Acuna, Freeman, just just depth and great defense, offense, clutch pitching when it matters. The pitching staff and the NLDS through two shutouts, eighteen innings straight of no no runs given up over two games. It was incredible. This team is is excellent. They have great leadership with, you know, and Freddie Freeman and other veterans around the clubhouse, great coaching, young talent, energy, Acuna, just, man, love this team. Getting the key for the, the Braves is going to be getting to the Dodgers pitching early. They don't, they want to get to those starters. They want to get a good lead. They don't want to get into that bullpen. That bullpen is, is really, really good. Let's just say that. So if they want to move on, Consistent and early leads stick to the game plan, and they they could pull this off. All right, last team to wrap this out. Let's talk about the Dodgers. The Dodgers were my favorite from the beginning to get to the World Series and even win it, and I'm not shocked that they're here. Even if this was a normal 162-game season, they were my favorite. The Dodgers, they're, they're just my favorite to win it. I watch a lot of their games. This team is this team is, is exactly what it what it is. It's highly paid team, highly paying a lot of talent, filled with talent, top to bottom, one through nine, one through five in the in the rotation. Everyone is everyone is good and paid to be good. Um, Mookie, Belly, Kershaw, Bueller. Kenley Jansen in the bullpen, just and so many other names. Just this whole team, basically, I can name, and you would know them. You would know them by name if you follow baseball for any amount of time. Um, but you know, to kind of not to take away from how great this team is, but they struggled out of the gate early. Mookie struggled first seven to twelve games of the season. He struggled. They didn't win a lot of games. Then out of nowhere, Mookie turned it on. This team turned it on, and they went on to win forty-three games dominated the West, which wasn't easy because you're playing, you know, some good teams. You're playing San Diego. You're playing, playing Colorado, who was hot for a good chunk of the first third to half of the season. You got Oakland. You got Mike Trout and the Angels. You have just so many other talented teams out West. The West is the West is the best in, in baseball. I mean, if you play in the West, you're playing – Two of the tougher divisions, top to bottom. I mean, okay, maybe ALS take out the Mariners and the Rangers for now. Okay, but NLS wise, they're it's a pretty tough division. We saw great from the Giants. We saw the Rockies play really well. We saw the why can I never think of the team? We got the Dodgers, the Rockies, Giants, Padres. I mean, oh, can never think of the fifth team. Why can't I never think of the fifth team? Oh, well, um, that's going to bug me. Oh, and the, the Dodgers. Um, but you got you got competition up and down these divisions in this division. And everyone's playing really well this year. And that was, that was a sight to see just how well the Dodgers did against all these other teams consistently. I mean, they won 43 games. That was the MLB lead. That's a lot of games to win. 
um, in a short amount, in a short season. And they, they're definitely good. So kind of, kind of looking at where they, their biggest strengths and really everything. But they are, man, they, they're, they're so good. It's really hard to see their biggest strength. Is that it doesn't always have to be just Mookie Betts or Cody Bellinger, or it doesn't always have to just be Kershaw or Bueller or an ace. It, it can truly be anyone on the team. Anyone in that pitching staff can step up and be a hero, and that's their biggest strength. It can be Corey Seager, Justin Turner, uh, Kiko Hernandez. It can, be, it can be anybody on that team, anybody on that Dodgers team. Uh, the pitching staff. We'll also have to be careful against this Braves lineup, and that's where I think their weakness is. And I think that's a weakness for everyone in in all these uh, champ- in all four teams in their championship matchups against each other is that they haven't played each other all year. And usually, these teams may have mixed it up once or twice for a series in a normal 162 game format, but with it 60, with it being literally an NL East team and an NL West team playing each other. <laughs> They've never seen each other before. Both hitters and pitchers are going to have to adjust to each other throughout the game and make a lot of in-game adjustments. And those are going to be interesting to see. Um, right now, both teams are just going off film, what they saw, saw throughout the season, going off tape for the, these pitchers. But it's, it's once you're there, it's actually a completely different stage of set, everything like that. And so I... That's where I can see the Dodgers being susceptible and this tough Braves lineup, who is also good one through nine. You know, take advantage of that if they're able to get to it early. And, you know, both teams, this is a great matchup in the in the NLCS. Probably one of the better ones we've seen in recent history. I, I love it. it it's going to be a close one. I think this game's coming down to the last inning of Game Seven. Um, if the if the Dodgers the Dodgers will win it, unless someone named Acuna, Ozuna, or Freeman is up at the plate for the Braves, that's their best hope of winning in that situation. If not, it doesn't matter who's going to be in that Dodgers lineup. Someone will get it done for them, and they'll come out on top. And that's that's my take on both championship series. Let me know what you take. Let me know what you think. Go over to the blog. Go over to the website. Go over to the forums page. Click in there. There's an ALCS and NLCS discussion posted there. Let me know your comments. Let me know your thoughts. Let's talk about it. Let me know why you who you think is going to win and why. Uh, 